Hello and welcome to this week's episode of the Fins Up Podcast. I'm your host, Terry, and I'm here to talk about the Cronulla Sharks gaining revenge over the North Queensland Cowboys, and who better to talk to with that than my handsome colleague, Solo Dan. How you doing, buddy? We're doing about 36 points good, mate, yeah? 38. 38? Well, I can't add up. (laughs) Add another two points, I'm feeling blessed to be sitting here with you talking some Cronulla Show. Yeah, absolutely. Now, you and I both... uh, Naked. Circled, yeah, well, naked and circle jerked. But you and I both circled this as a danger game in our five-week block. Oh, yeah. Now, the bye was obviously week six. The Roosters, we didn't circle as a danger game because we thought... We'd lose. If if there was a game that you can drop in your five-week block, it was the Roosters. You had to beat the Dogs, and this was the danger game at home against the Cowboys, Mm -hmm. who are dreadful. Awful. And have been pathetic this year. Isn't it fun? It's really fun. Satisfying, yeah. Going into this game, I have to say that as a Sharks fan, you can never take anything for granted. You never know whether you're going to win the game. Games that you think you should win by 40 end up, you know, you're choking, you're yep. choking the 20-point lead, yep. uh, lead. And games where you think, oh, geez, we're going to be in for a, a fight here. We've seen Cronulla go and win by 30. Yep. Well, and they've done it again. Just despite us. Now, going into this game, I made sure that I, I brought some accurate facts with me. Going into this game, Cronulla were $1.75 favourites. The Cowboys were playing $2.25. Yeah, it sounds about right. Yep. Um, yeah, I, I I actually thought we were a bit too short in that. I would have had us at dollar eighty-five. Yeah, no, that's fair. Going into this game here, but yeah, favourites without being overwhelming. Yep. Yeah, and I think a lot of that came with Jason Tomalolo being out injured. Yep. Um, but you know, if you had told me on Thursday morning that Cronulla were going to win against the Cowboys at home by thirty points, I would have called you insane. Yeah, that's completely fair. I mean, they got some pretty good players. You know, Drinkwater's been. Really good form. Yeah, Reese Reese Robson. Uh, Tom Dearden has made a career out of beating us. Speaking of which, Carl Felt scores about a million tries against Cronulla. You know, Nana scored against Cronulla at will in the past. Ruben Cotter, very, very good. They, they're, they're a stacked side. And, I mean, that's not even mentioning their, you know, their dodgy halfback who had a shocker. But, I mean, he had some good moments last season. So, yeah, I was confident going in, but 30 points. Oh, geez, I would have beaten your leg off for that. Yeah, and the the thing about it's not just about like when you win by thirty, you turn to go overall dominant display. Yes, it was, but it's yes. it's not about how dominant it was. It was about how we didn't lose one battle on the field. Like no, not one cowboy outplayed their opposite number. Now, yes, Dearden had the try assist, but Moylan had a try assist as well, and Moylan was conductor at halfback. I don't care that he's got the six on his back. He was first receiver more often than not. You just have to go back and have a look at how Matt Moylan picked them apart for Nico Hines to go and do what he does. Moylan's ball to T. Wilton at the end yeah, was sublime because everyone was, it's going out the back. Yeah. Will Kennedy was sweeping through. Yeah. Ronaldo was getting his hat trick next minute, T. Wilton's yeah, over. Yeah, T. scored in um, Yeah, agreed. Tom Deaton had a good seven minutes. Yeah, Tom Deaton had a good seven minutes. Matt Moylan had a good 73 minutes, yep. let's okay. just say that. Um, but Al Holmes, we kept him super quiet. Jesse Ramian was personally he, in that he battle. He him on his birthday. But I'll tell you who else was personally in their battle. Because last year, Peter Hiku turned up to Shark Park and ran for 318 oh, yeah. metres against CC for Talakai. Yep. Absolutely embarrassed him. Talakai hit back, treated him like Morgan Harper. Oh, yeah. And went a long way to solidifying himself as a premier centre in this competition. He's now outpointed Joey Manu. Yep. He's now given uh, 
what's the Alamotti? No, no, Ramin was an Alamotti. Uh, the fast guy, Avarillo. Avarillo, yep, yep. Given Avarillo an absolute bath, and now he's turned up against Pitahiku, off contract Pitahiku, mm-hmm. and destroyed him. He did soft hand Sif. Yeah, he he was the touch of Talakai. Touch as you of Talakai. This is a bloke who's a battering ram. He makes more meters than any other center coming out of his own end. It's got a heap of tries this year, this year, and it's not drawing and passing. It's beautiful hands, quick hands, and there was a try that Ronaldo scored this week where Talakai had no right to get to it and just tap it on. Took a huge hit, which, you know, to his credit, is very, you know, it can't be fun to take a hit when you're not prepared for it like that and you can't protect yourself. But put Ronaldo over. I don't know if it's a coincidence, but Talakai has let his hair go out in the last week or two and has put in two of his best performances. Scored his first try. You know, the beard's back. He's just, he's a big human being and he's a, yeah, world-class center. Talakai is equal second in try assists with nine in eight games. That's ridiculous. And uh, they take a lot off the centres for last touches as well. They do. And in terms of run metres, he's right up there as well. Uh, 1,356 overall run metres. He averages 170 metres per game. There's only two centres, and I'm very surprised by that. Two centres that make more metres than him. Valentine Holmes... Oh, it doesn't make more metres. Valentine Holmes has run for more metres, but has played more games. Yep. And Dan Gagai averages 173 metres. Well, I mean, Gagai, yeah. yeah so the Queensland centres are the yeah. only two that have outpointed him in that in that stat. Yeah, absolutely. With a game in hand each. That With is it. crazy. Absolutely. Now, let's talk about another guy. Last week, you and I gave him a little bit of criticism. We said that, you know, is he trying too hard? Is he, is he playing on the niggle or whatever? Let's talk about Ronaldo Molotalo for a second. Let's. Got absolutely bodied by Cole Felt. and Owned it. In moments like that, you turn around, and I know I did it. I was at home, you were at the game, mm-hmm. but at home, I was sat there 20 nil up. Cole Felt throws him, you know, into Botany Bay. Yep. And, you know, he was dirty on himself because he had to come in and then go back and, and make a tackle and, and, you know, got thrown all around. And this is when you expect Ronaldo to fire up. Mm-hmm. And start fighting and start arguing and start. No, nope. we didn't get that. All we got was Ronaldo focused in the second half, fired up, running hard. Ronaldo now leads the league in line breaks. He now, yeah, he's, he's top of the line breaks. That's crazy for a winger. For yep. a winger, yeah. Second is Dominic Young, third is Alex Johnson. Oh, there you go. Maybe <laughs> so, not so much for so a There you go. Yep. Campbell Graham's in there as well with Jermaine Osaka and Mike Acevo. So, five well, of the top six. Okay. So what is? I take it back. Oh, Ruben, Ruben Garrick, uh, Carl Pereira, Jesse Arthurs, Greg Marzu. No, everyone in the top yeah. ten is okay, a winner. Okay, there you go. I'll 11th take is Britton Nakora. Oh, there you go. we got two of the top 11. <laughs> uh, and in terms of tries as well, uh, Ronaldo now sits uh, equal third with Hammer, Carl Pereira, and Will Kennedy. Oh, and Dominic Young's in there as well. Fantastic. So, we're scoring, you know... We're scoring the tries, but we're seeing this evolution of Ronaldo. Now, it's going to... With a player like Ronaldo who plays with passion and heart mm-hmm. and, you know, all those other cliches, but you see this evolution. Something happens in the game and then he goes and learns from it. Yep. He learned his lesson in-game, though, which is fucking amazing for Ronaldo. It is. Now, we saw on social media you posted, geez, I went for a ride, I got sent. Totally owned it. And then his last side was I got the last laugh, mm-hmm. which is ultimately what you remember. You look and go, aha, Ronaldo got thrown off. Yeah, okay, but he scored two tries, and he celebrated up at Cronulla while they all stood there and cried at the end of the game. So he, he outpointed Kyle Felt, who, as I said, has made a career out of taking Cronulla apart. Yeah, Kyle Felt has got 14 tries in nine games against Cronulla. That is ludicrous. We yeah. beat him 2016, prelim final, like 100-12, and he scored two late tries. We, uh, 
We should have signed him. Because if anyone knows how to score, yeah. try it. Chuck Park, it's Kyle Phelps. Exactly let's, right. let's, let's run through some stats in this game, though, Dan. Uh, yeah. Talakai, 201 metres. Very good. Ronaldo, 162. Hamlin Ueli, 159 metres. The best game of his year so far. Career best form? Career best form. He's going to be out for four weeks with that dreadful hip Jeez. drop. Fucking shame. I wanted Nanai, like, thrown off. Yeah. I wanted him sent off and that, banned for 12 weeks. That was as close to a send-off for a hip drop as you could get. That, that was textbook. What do you think about Ueli getting up and throwing the ball at Tom Chester? Oh, no. He definitely went to throw the ball. He pointed at Nanai yep. and he went to throw the ball but Chester got in the way. No, fair enough. Because either way I thought it was funny. Yeah. No. It, when he got up and threw the ball I'd say the thing with the hip drop is it's so innocuous. The refs missed them. Yeah. This is the advantage of having the the, the bunker, bunker right? I was about to call it VAR. Well, Same shit, different smell. Yeah, that's it. Um, but this is the advantage of having it because a hip drop happens so quickly. It does, yeah. Right? Hard to see. And it's the same as a crusher. Mm-hmm. The ref, like, the, the referees aren't perfect, right? No, they're not. But they don't see everything. And it, the, the thing with the hip drop is it happens behind. Yeah, that's true. It yeah, happens, it's, yep. it's not like a high shot where it happens at the front or a spear tackle where it's so obvious, right? Mm-hmm. Or a cannonball. Yeah, that comes out of nowhere, yeah. Or, or a Cam Smith chicken wing that costs him a grand final. Also, These happen from behind, right? Mm-hmm. So All the best stuff does. Yeah. Oh, fuck me, Dad. Um, but when when Ueli got up, you could tell he was in pain. Yeah. And he, threw, he pointed at Nanai and he threw the ball. Now, Chester stuck his arm in the way. I don't know who it was that threw the ball at Nanai anyway. Someone picked the ball up and threw it at him. No, the ball good. came flying back in. Well, it was on the left, so it would have been... Braley or Ronaldo? No, Ronaldo was in. Trust me, there was a steep oh, Ronaldo gotcha. was in there, good, right? So, good, yep. so it was probably Braley, right? Yeah, probably Braley. Threw the ball at him. Yep. He was like, "We'll go and hit my mate. Go yeah, on, dare you to?" So, um, look, what I'll what I'll say about this: it was the worst. It was one of the worst hip drops textbook. And I'm not saying this because it happened to us. The the Payne Harsman on Regan Campbell Gillard as well was just as yep. bad. And the the, the, Pat, the Pat Carrigan last year yep. on uh, Jackson Hastings yep, was shots. disgusting. <laughs> Carrigan got six weeks. Yep. Nanai should have got the same because this is his second offence. Yeah, I agree. 100%. It was disgusting. Now, Todd Payton, you mentioned it on Outlaws. Please make sure you get that tomorrow when it drops. He got up and said, oh, well, it couldn't have been that bad because you barely got up. Okay, one, he had his adrenaline and he got up through the ball and then you saw him sort of collapse. He was on crutches. We yeah. saw him after the game. He, he was barely... We thought his season was done. They were saying ACL. Now, thankfully, Paul Gallen did come out Channel 9 after and say, well, look, it's more PCL or MCL. I forget which one. Yeah, it was, it was MCL. He's looking four weeks, which we're taking as a blessing. That's a good... Uh, it sucks, but it's a good outcome because Ueli's been our pack leader since Toby's mm. Yeah, injured. absolutely. And I, I think, as bad as that sounds for Toby, is the best thing that could happen to Ueli. Now, luckily, we got a, a bloke on the on the other side, Oregon Kafusi, who's just decided he's well, just... He is... Before we go on to Oregon, let's, let's have a look at Ueli this year. Mm. Averaging 11 runs, 122 metres, 2.6 tackle breaks, and tackling at 96%. 96? That's real good. He is in career best form right now. And a lot of these metres comes from the last couple of games where he has had to stand up. And now you mentioned stand up Oregon Kafusi as well. Let's go back into the stats, though. Will Kennedy, 148 metres. Quiet game from him. Yeah, try saving tackle, though. Yeah, try saving tackle. And he linked real well with Moylan. Yeah, uh, Credited for a try assist, five tackle breaks, one line break assist, and an offload. Not I, bad for a quiet night. I thought he was absolutely sensational. Nico Hines, 145 oh. metres from your halfback, 20 points. What else? <laughs> I'm going to pose a question for you. Yep. Will he break Brett Kamali's record for points in a game? Kamali yep. sits at 28 points. He will because he hasn't had that breakout where he's got a couple of tries. And he could have. And again, I thought he was going to score this week, and then he did fortuitously. Mm-hmm. But there's going to be a game against 
a shit side. When we play the Tigers, put money on him equaling it at Yeah, at, at least. Worst, yeah. Um, T. Wilton, 143 metres. Now, this is the impressive one here. Royce Hunt off the bench, 124 metres. We need that from him now. We do. He's very noticeable when he came on. Yep. I've seen people turn around and say, well, with Hamlin Ueli now being out, does Dale Finucane go to prop with um, Cam McInnes at lock? I think that that makes us too light. Yep. I'm saying it's got to be Kafusi and Hunt. Yep. And cool. your rotation is Jack Williams and Dale Finucane. Cam McInnes has to start. We look so much better with him at lock than we do with Dale Finucane. 100% agreed. I'm glad you brought him up because I thought he was an unsung hero this week. Mm-hmm. Since he started, he's become a much better player. It must be confidence or something. His ball handling, it's just, he's, just, he's still playing the ball quick, but it's about half a second slower. Mm-hmm. So obviously that says, Fitz has said, oh, let's take a breath, slow down just a little bit. You're it's a not ma- slow by any stretch. Yeah. Much better. You're a maniac. Yeah. Just, just calm it, it just a bit. He's been fantastic. 30 from 30 tackles, 15 runs for 110 metres for Cam McInnes. That's that's a locks performance right there. Yeah, and then you've got uh, Katoa was the last player to make 100 metres. He made 106. Jack Williams off the bench. Great cameo, 111. And he was real good this week. Ramian, 113. Yep. The ones who didn't, Nakora, 78 metres. Now, they, they did a job on Nakora this week. They held him, plus he missed the last 10 minutes through yeah. injury. He's been, uh, he's going to be okay. He's going to play Magic Round, which yeah, is great. Nail on knee contact. Uh, Blake Braley, 71 metres. I thought he completely outplayed Reese Robson. He did. I, 71 from Hook is fine. Uh, More I, than fine. I've been, I've been on record saying that I would gladly slot, swap uh, Blake Braley for Reese Robson, not this week. Yeah, no, he And not the last three weeks. He's now outpointed uh, Brandon Blake. Smith. He's now outpointed Reed Marnie, yeah. and he's now outpointed Reese Robson. Reese Robson's been around Origin Camp. Reed Marnie's been around Origin Camp. Brandon Smith's been the New, Ze- New Zealand hooker. World Cup, yeah. And he's also, he shared the duties with Jeremy Marshall mm-hmm. King, but he has started a game at number nine for New Zealand. Braley's outpointed all of them. I think the best, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pose this to you, just quickly going off track. That 30. 230 loss to the Warriors is the best thing that happened to us. Because we it's had the bye. Woken us up big time, we yeah. had the bye and we've come back from that. Yeah. A completely different team. We did. Now this week we led 20-0 and we conceded a line break where they should have scored. Kennedy made a great tackle. Then we conceded another line break and they scored. And I'm thinking, oh oh. Now we just put a stop to that, mm-hmm. dragged to the half time, come out after half time. Then we scored off the first or second set, and from then it was game over. Yeah, I think you know, in the head as a fan, you think, uh-oh, here we go again. And the players said, no, we've been here, and fuck this. And they, okay, I don't think the Cowboys are playing as well as the Warriors, but on paper, I think they're a stronger side. So to shut them down and hold them to six, fortuitous points, was very, very good. I agree with that. It's good, good, yeah, good statement. Now, in saying that, if we had won that game and things had still gone as they were, we would be first. Yeah, But, true. however, if we had won that game, things wouldn't have gone as they had planned. Well, yeah, we, we said, you know, we win that game and we probably should have and we dropped the game against the Roosters. I'm glad she they the went the position. other way. I'm glad it went the other way yeah. as well. And I'm glad it was an embarrassing you know. They felt it. Nico yeah. Hines went on on and said, like, I know we saw from Talakai and Ronaldo, you know, get that up your fake fans, etc, etc. But Nico said, we weren't good enough. We deserved what we copped and we learned from it. And they did learn from it. It yeah. was just a cliche. Now, let's talk about some team stats here. Uh... We had 56% of the possession. Very good. Very, very, very good. We completed at 83%, which is very shark-like. We had 47 sets. 
39 completes. Around about 85% is where you want to be on completion, right? Yeah, we'll just over under. 80 puts you right in the game. I agree. Yeah. Uh, seven tries to one, six from seven conversions, two from two penalty goals. And the, and the miss, he hit the post. Yeah, 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 he did, yeah. Terrible. Total runs, we had uh, 43 more runs. No wonder why they were gassed. Yeah. And they only made 1,300 metres. There's one point in, this, in, in the game where they had only made like 20 metres. Do you remember when Nico pinned him in the 10 and yeah. they kicked from the 12? Yeah. That... You remember that a couple of years ago against Dragons? Yeah, that was a better set. Yeah, that was that was an absolute. It just wasn't against the Dragons. Yeah, that, the that makes yeah. it the better thing. But that, <coughs> when you kick deep and you pin them a meter out, that's what you want to see. Now this is a concerning stat here, though, Dan, because this is another game where we have lost the offload count. And mm. at one point, I just remember putting it in our DM group. Offloads are killing us again. Yep. It killed us against the dogs, it and it just hurts us every week. I don't think we've had a game in double-figure offloads yet. The Cowboys had 11, we had 8. We made 7 line breaks to 2. Their 2 line breaks were made in the first half. That was it. Tom Dearden, yep. Tom Dearden got both of them. 25 kicks to 20. We kicked for more metres. We only missed 13 tackles. The Cowboys missed 38. We made 10 errors to their 9. We only gave away 2 penalties. That's fantastic. That's unsharkly. That's unsharkly. Like you said on the Outlaws, they weren't the stupid penalties either of the hand in the ball no. and the lazy flops and the laying on them too far. One, I believe one was for offside and one was for Ramian uh, getting his tackle wrong on Yeah, and it was just, yeah. It was it was just as well. Um, and then in terms of reports, they had two in report, two in the sim bin. Uh, it's just an overall fantastic game. It just, if you told me that game was going to go the way it was, I would have been over the moon and I was I left real happy it was great can we can we just Nico Hines that speech he gave after winning the Paul Green medal to donate his medal to Green Sun and donate his, his jersey to the family to, to, to the daughter was just fantastic this guy's the best footballer in the game the best human in the game he's the face of the club and rugby league and I love him too. I love how you say he's the best footballer now because when Penrith was sort of up and around there at the beginning of the year they were saying oh no it's still clear it's still clear I'm not hearing it now no, it's not clear. Okay, if you want to throw up Latrell Mitchell, okay, okay I'm not going to fight. Cam Munster, yeah. but Nico Hines is top three at worst. If you want to throw up some names, here's the names I'll give you that I, I, I will I will cop to at the moment. Mm-hmm. I will cop to Payne Haas. good football. I will hear a discussion for Reese Walsh, but I will shut you down. Yeah, no, I don't think Reese Walsh. No. I will hear you out on Latrell Mitchell, but I'll shut that one down. I'll hear you out on Cody Walker. Nah, no, nah, no. Nah. I believe that's the origin house pairing right there, just quietly. They'll never drop Nathan Cleary, Cleary yeah, but he's, that, he's a new Mitch Pierce. Uh, I will hear a conversation for Nathan Cleary, but he has surpassed him. Not at the moment. Cam Munster's the only one you can seriously Cam target. Munster, Harry Grant mm-hmm. uh, are the ones that I will say. I think Teddy's dropped right off a cliff now as well. I'm taking Nico over any of them. I'm taking Nico. If you give me the opportunity right now and say you can pick anybody in the NRL... To start the Cronulla Sharks all over again, we've got him. He's he, our number If seven. there's a draft tomorrow, Nico's going number one. Yeah, absolutely. You cannot convince me of anything. He just he just was fantastic the other night. Now, I actually thought he was quite quiet in the first half. He just kicked well. He, ta- he tackled really well, which is great to see. You know, he, he played sort of a, a second hand almost to Moylan, as you mentioned. But in that second half, he's just like, I'm bored. I'm going to set up yeah. six tries. And that try he scored reminded me of Nelson. In the Simpsons, where he threw the ball and was like, "Oh fuck, I'm gonna do it myself." Yeah. Just kicks it, runs it, drink water, drink water, drops his eyes, and Nico has the point. The the frame of mind, just pick it up, fall over the line. Now that was gonna be a penalty anyway, because Ronaldo Cole felt deliberately got in the way, and the touch judge stopped. Yep. Um, and then kept stopped, and you see him stop and point, and yep. then he keeps running Could because because drink water dropped the ball. Yep. Um, now they can't. The I I understand here, and I asked the question. 
that they can't blow a penalty mm-hmm. on the, until the ball has been caught yep. and two steps have been taken by the fullback. So an advantage is... So, oh, yeah, yeah. so when they get into their stride, and you saw it with the the Hines kick, mm-hmm. it was taken by Drinkwater, he takes a couple of steps and then the referee blows it. Yeah, forward. that's true. Okay, yeah, I didn't know that. I, I knew it was something like that, so but it's, that's good. Yeah, so it's it's a catch and two steps and then they, they blow the penalty. Now, you see Sutton was about to blow the penalty and then Drinkwater dropped the ball. Yep. Had Drinkwater fallen on the ball, you're either getting a penalty or you're getting the knock-on. Gotcha. But Nico picked it up and scored. Well, good, good refereeing there. Yeah, yeah. And Nico just, he could have given up and he could have pointed. Yeah. Oh, a penalty. Penalty, yeah. But he didn't, he picked the ball up. Yeah, he picks, picks the ball up and scores as well. And you know what? Again, that comes from pressure from, one, it was great. Again, Braley notices Nico's down the short side. Moylan was calling for the ball for a bomb. Notices that Hines is down the short side. Hines takes the extra couple of steps to get everyone onside. It's great kick chase through from Ronaldo. Yep. Gets the penalty. And then the presence of mine, one of my favourite players from the Sharks all time, Brett Kamali. Mm-hmm. You can say what you want about him, whether it was the flat attacking game or he couldn't attack or whatever. But he was the best kick chaser in the competition yep. by far. And he's still the best. Yep. He's, he's still the best kick chaser that I've ever seen. Uh, and Hines putting the pressure on there, he reaps the rewards. Because you never know. You never know with these bombs when they like Ronaldo against the Warriors. You think he's going to swallow that ten yeah, times out of ten, it, and yeah. he just drops it. Johnson scores. If Johnson doesn't, if Johnson gives up on his kick because it's just an end over end kick, you know, he it's, just falls in the ball and yeah, it's a changeover. Yeah. So, I mean, it was just fantastic. I thought we got a performance from everyone. As I said, we didn't lose a battle. Cam McInnes, though, you're right. Unsung hero. Oh, big time. In the press conference, Fitzy Turner said I could have given it to five or six players. Yeah. The the Paul Green medal, but he get you know, Nico was head it and had, shoulders. It had to be Nico. Talakai, number two for me. Oh. Ronaldo, number three. I had Braden Hamlin-Uelli at number two. I thought he was absolutely outstanding. Yeah. I'll hear an argument for Talakai. I'll hear an argument for Ronaldo, and I'll hear an argument for Blake Braley. Yeah, I thought they were all very good. I think you could probably make a case for Moylan and then get laughed at. But hey, a case is a case. Well, a case is a case. Okay, the top fifteen players or top thirteen players, I think they had one player, Tom Deere. Mm, yeah, maybe, but Deere only had seven minutes. He did. Now there were a lot of players that didn't have the stats that he produced over eighty, so that's why I say that. But we had the ten best players on the on the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, on the field at any given time, and all that our bench outplayed their bench considerably. I thought Tom Haleson looked like a monster the other night. Now this guy isn't going to come in and give you five, you know, fifty minutes rather, and two hundred meters. That's not his role. He's just coming in and doing what he does. Minimum of fuss. I said when you don't notice your bench players, they're doing a good job, and I think he's earned his role moving forward. I I noticed Royce Hunt this week because he in was a positive a, way he was a though, monster. yeah. yeah. I noticed Jack Williams this week because he was a monster. I noticed Wade Graham because he came on in his first run. He made 20 metres. And he was whacking people. Wade looks a different player this year. And I noticed Tom Hazleton because he came on and did a job. Well, there you go. Now, again, we're down Toby Rudolph. We're down Hamlin Ueli. Mm-hmm. More minutes for Hazleton. Yeah, he's, he's, got, he's got to... He's yeah. got to have more. Now, the advantage of this is we get Dale Finucane back. Straight swap. I, again, I'm, I want Dale Finucane on the bench. He has to. You can't drop Ken McInnes, and I don't. I don't want to start him at prop. You can always play to his ego and say, "Look, you're coming off a couple of weeks off. Mm-hmm. A little bit older. You need a week on the bench." I, yeah, like for mine though, the link play that we get with Ken McInnes, the, the the ball playing, the link play, the defence. He's an animal. He, he an just animal. he's 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 just absolutely an animal. Um, this for mine, 
I'm going to say that this is the best performance under Craig Fitzgibbon in terms of 80-minute performance, opposition, and what it meant. Yeah. Yeah, we've said long, for a long time now that Cronulla have never put forward a good 80-minute performance. I think we were about 78 on the... Which is as close as you're going to get. You're never going to dominate for 80 minutes. It's just not possible in this. Yeah, it's not this, rugby this league game. live too where it, you just get the score off the kickoff. Exactly know? right. It just I just want to touch back to Jack Williams. He came on and had to play second row, which... I, I joked that 30 points wasn't enough with him at wide, which was very much tiny. He check. hammered people out there. He did. He looked a different player. Now, I know their tails were up, and we weren't copping much out wide from the Cowboys, but, I mean, they got some pretty damn good players. Cohen Hess played Origin, and we made him look like a fucking amateur. Ruben Cotter, will play, he will start for Queensland, and we held him to zero impact. Well, yeah, you know, I don't want to talk about Origin here as well, but they were saying that Nano and Cotter are the two... Queensland players who are most likely to lose their position because of the performances of Gilbert, Le- Lemu Lemu, Jared Wallace up there at the yeah. Dolphins as well. Um, and David Fafita is back yeah, in. Yeah, is going to walk in. Back but, in we, but we spanked two origin-quality yeah. players. Now, our, our props, you know... Jordan McLean was oh, on the verge of New South Wales for years. We played last year. He played game yeah. three, which was, which was laughable. But these are rep-quality players that we kept to, like, no impact. Tom, At all. Tom Dearden was an origin player last year as well. And apart from those two line breaks, we didn't allow them to do anything. Now, they, you know, they we had uh, 10 players make over 100 metres. Yep. They had four. Hiku? No. Drinkwater? Yes. Felt to Alungi and Holmes. Okay, there you go. Well, you're back, you're back few. Yeah. And Hiku had 99 metres, so he filled just short. Tom yep. Dearden had 92. McLean, 87. Nanai, 81. I'm surprised I caught yeah, bullshit on that one. It's been 48. It's 18. 18 metres. They've just got that the wrong way. Tanua Brown, 73. Robson, 67. Cotter, 66. Hess, 48. Gucheski. How the hell, how the fuck in 2023 is that guy starting? Oh, they, well, they brought Jake Granville on and he played like double the minutes of Ruben Cotter. Jake Granville started the game and made 21 metres. Now, I, the bloke's got a motor like few How others. How embarrassing is Chad Townsend, by the way? Oh, I was going to say, can we talk about Chad? Let's talk about Chad. Fact, Jake Granville. Where I was going with that is that Tom, uh, Todd Payton has been found out. His comments about that tackle from Nanite being, and it wasn't too bad, he got up and threw the ball. He's lucky he didn't get up and punch through his fucking skull. That was a disgusting <laughs> tackle. Shut the fuck up, Todd Payton. I know you're listening, you fucking, anyways. Prick. Chad Townsend. He got hooked. I don't care what anyone said. He was so shit. Now, we've been saying for years that he's terrible. And at halftime, I checked my phone, expecting a few messages of, geez, how good are the boys? And I had 20 DMs or 18 DMs. And I'm thinking, oh, fuck. What did I do? What did I say? Uh, just going back to Flag, I don't know if you heard or I told you. Their fullback dropped the ball and claimed to try. And I've yelled, you dropped that. And he turned around and said, what did you say? I said, you know you dropped that. And he yelled at me and called me the C word. And I told him I was good at my job and to watch the game. Anyways, I, I went from where I was because I thought if he scores in the corner, I'm going to fucking get chokeholded here and I will deserve it. So I thought maybe that's hit social media or something. They were all just saying how right I was about Chad Townsend. We know. Oh, duh. Duh. The guy just... Will Kennedy was fantastic positionally the other night. I could have played fullback and yeah. wouldn't have found any space. He's a despicable player. He has terrible Lego fucking hair. I hate the guy with a passion. Not really, but I I wish I don't wish him bad. 
I just he's so shit at football too. Mm. I don't want to get personal, but he's so fucking bad. And I was so happy when they put him up on the screen and he's just looking dejected. I got that message to me thirty times on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. People I've never even met messaged me, "Oi, do you want this?" And I was like, "God bless you, yes, sir." Yes, thank you. Uh, nine from thirteen tackles from Chad, and I guess you can't miss a tackle if you don't attempt it. Yeah. He was... What about that Ronaldo one where Chad came across and Ronaldo just goes... He was... But it was, it, was a con, it was a conscientious game plan from us. When we had that scrum, we were like, yep, okay, no worries. Chad's going to defend the line. Let's go in. Bang, Talakai scores. It, did you, okay, that was the perfect scrum play. I mean, I know there's a way more famous one involving Chad Townsend getting pushed out of the way. But I just want to bring up, because the best thing he ever did for Cronulla, Nico jinx in, jinx out, draws Talakai, scores untouched. It was a training drill. Training drill against an, amateur, against an amateur. They just ran at Chad and Hiku, and it was so good. And I looked to my brother, I said, we're on tonight. And he said, oh, you want to say that? And I said, yes, yes, I do. So when, when Talakai goes over, my daughter Harper screamed out, yes, they've won, and took herself to bed. And Smart she just kid. she knew what was coming. Smart kid. She absolutely knew what was coming. Now, let's uh, as much as I want to keep talking about this game, anything else? Do you want to talk about the Jets? Now, you didn't see it. I don't want to talk about the Jets because they lost. Good. They were awful. The fleet team were very bad. They had a shocking performance. Whatever. Yeah, Niue Pudu played for he the fleet team as well. And from all reports, he played quite well, but the team let him he down. He was okay. They were awful. We conceded some terrible tries. He kept dropping the ball. But with um, Raiden Trundle played 80 minutes. You messaged me just that before halftime and said, is Trundle playing well? I said, yeah, he's the best, second best player on the park. They spent 40 minutes... Sending a big fuck you, Dan. It was the most disgusting 40 minutes you'll ever see. I don't care what level football it is, and I never want to talk about it again. But we won the game that counted and smashed the Cowboys, and I'm so hard right now, Terry. Right, let's talk about Magic Round. We get the first taste, the first battle of the Fins. You and I were on Outlaws this week saying that this should be a Magic Round staple every year, just alternating home games. I agree. Sharks versus Dolphins. We need uh, a trophy. Well, just a Fin. They, we, mate, we have a trophy against Manly that we hold. Yep. Parramatta that we hold and now we've got a medal against the Cowboys and the Dragons the Dragons as yep. well we'll never give that up they're no, fucking that's, terrible that's the um, what this game though the Dolphins mm-hmm. surprise packets of the competition lots yep. of people had them in the bottom four lots of points I love that they're in the top eight at the moment no lead is safe around them at the moment they've got some quality players Gilbert Lemu uh, Lemu, Lemu Aiken Aiken he's playing hammer, really well of course. Jared Wallace the Hammer Marshall King Mate, they, they've, they've got the players. The Bromwich brothers are doing really well. Um, we're a much better team across the park than them. I think we'll win this game and we'll win it comfortably. I think you're looking at a 30-12. to 12. Our defence has really stiffened up the last couple Improved. of weeks. Yep, and we're the best attacking team in the competition, points per game and total points. Mm-hmm. I think the Broncos will score one more try than us, but we've kicked way more yeah, goals yeah, than them. Nico Hines is kicking no, unreal at the good. moment. Um the key for this game for mine, though, again, I always say it, you win the opening exchange against their props. So you take Jesse and Kenny Bromwich out. Um, yes, they have Jared Wallace that comes on as well, but we can handle them. Yep. Uh, and I think if we take the game out wide, our centers and wingers are better. Yep. I like our second row, too. Yeah. I If Nikora, if Nikora plays, I like our second row. Uh, Teague Wilton was sensational on the weekend mm-hmm. as well. So... We need to lay the platform for Nico Hines, mm-hmm. and we need to go through and around them. We can do that quite easily. Yep, agree. Um, and I, I, I'm, I'm going to say that the scoreline in this is going to be sort of around the 
30 to 12, 30 to 16 mark, and it's going to be a comfortable win. And I don't think we've won at Magic Round for a while, so let's... Not uh, since the first one when we beat the Titans with a last-minute try. Because we opened it on the Thursday night, remember? I, I, no, I think we, uh, we... We scored to wrap it up. We've won another bit. game. I think Actually, I think we won in 2021. We beat the Broncos or someone 25-18. Titans, no? No, uh, Titans was the first one. So, uh, and then we lost to Canberra up there, and then last year... You keep talking. I will find the 2021 Magic Round. Well, I'll be up there this this week. So anyone who is based in Brisbane or anyone heading up, please reach out at Southern Dan on Twitter. Let's meet up for a beer. I've had, like, two beers since New Year's uh, in preparation for this round because I'll be landing at about 10.30 in the morning and by about 11 o'clock I'll be sideways so I'm looking forward to that uh, thank God I won't have time to watch the Jets off flag this week because that's the only headache I had this week in an otherwise perfect round of football but yeah I don't I don't particularly like Magic Round in that I mean I love the idea but in that our recent results have been shit but I'm really excited about this Battle of the Fins so we've just double checked, and we are one and two. Yeah, we are. We, uh, you're, you're right. It was the, the game I was thinking. Twenty five. It was twenty six eighteen. It was yep. against the Titans. You're right. Gale Paul scored. Gallen kicked it. Yeah. Uh, and we lost to South Sydney thirty two. That's right. That's Aaron the Wood game. scored. Scored oh. a really nice try. Well, and, and then Canberra. And then flogged Canberra us, absolutely flogged and us. And of course, we missed one because of COVID. We're dual win. We are dual win. We are absolutely dual win. So. Uh, fingers crossed it comes. Uh, man of the match for mine in this game. I'm just going to go ahead right now. I'm going to pick my man of the match, Cam McInnes. Cam McInnes? Wow. Uh, I think Will Kennedy's going to score a double in this game. I think Ken to be good. I dare say Nico might have something to do with the, the result if it's positive. I get bored picking this man as know, man of the match. It's like a cheat code, right? He's about a dollar a one. It's like picking Nikola Jokic every year to win the MVP. Like, yeah, go out, go outside of it. Yeah, let's have some do fun. Do something different. Okay, I'm going to go... Hmm, I think he I think he wins that battle. I've said for a couple of weeks I'm just ready for him to go boom. We almost saw the Morgan Harper destruction this weekend. I think it's coming. So it's you and Aiken against Jesse Ramian this weekend, which is just going to be oh, all-out war. Yep. And then who's their other centre? Oh, it's uh, uh, the Lee brother, Brenko. Oh, Brenko Lee, yeah. Well, yeah no, he's, he's, he's in some fucking trouble this weekend. He's a big boy, and I'm back. Him and Azarko. Yeah. Are up against Talakai and Ronaldo. That's the matchup. It is now. Asako, you, you may laugh. He scored. He's the leading point scorer, and he's having an absolute ripper. Yeah. But I, on the other side, I like Azako, yeah. but he couldn't tackle a far. No, no, he couldn't. On the other side, though, I'm liking that Jennings Katoa matchup. Yeah, makes me feel. But it, it, like, I'm laughing at Azako because with the ball in the hand, he's absolutely brilliant. <laughs> but without the ball, he's a handicap. Well, we better win this game, Terry. We're gonna kick over the top. Like Ronaldo should score two tries just in the air. Yeah, he should. Jennings. Gets caught buffering on the ground. So it should, it should start. Jump. It should start twelve nil, yep. and then the referee turns around and says, "Listen, you're not allowed to kick to this incompetent muppet over here." Yeah, that's fair. Give him. Yeah, that's, I'll take that. So where are you going to be for the game? You won't be at Magic Round, obviously. You got no. Friends. We're we're going out to some friends' house uh, out west. Yeah. Oh, you got other friends other than me. That's helpful. No. No? They're not my friends. They're Tristan's Oh, friends. gotcha. So I've only got one friend. It's you and Thank you. Paul. I guess counts somewhere. No. No. Uh, we're gonna have some. Uh, we're gonna barbecue. We're gonna have some beers Ooh, and yeah. then uh, watch the game somewhere. But um, I'm gonna need you to watch the game because I dare say my vision maybe a little impaired. I'd be d- disappointed in you if you mm. turn up to that game sober. Yeah, look, last time I was up there was the Gold Coast a couple of years ago where I think we were really shit from memory, but we won. 
Uh, yeah, which is pretty much every time we've been up there recently. I remember Vossi didn't do karaoke, which annoyed me, but it's probably good. Yeah, the Dutch. That was the Dutch trip. That was a damn good trip. This one's going to be even better. And uh, there's only one thing left to do. How about Moylan? How about Moylan?